Hey guys, it's Alone Wolf here, and I'm back with another episode. And happy International Podcast Day! Let's go! Um, so apparently, I guess anchor updates. Apparently, they decided to do polls and Q and A's now. Um, which I'm like, that's fine. Don't get me wrong, that's fine. But I'm just like, why? Why do we need this? Why do we need more interactivity? I'm already doing that on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, but eh, what do I know? Pretty soon, I wouldn't be surprised if I make in- if I make Anchor my main in- my main social media stuff. But um, until until then, just keep an eye out on Instagram and Twitter at the Lone Wolf Pod down below. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about Dear Evan Hansen for like a little bit, and. Yeah, you're gonna call me out on this. I seen 14 minutes of the movie. Um, afterwards, I just didn't feel like I I just I just did not believe it anymore. Also, I was going to talk about this with Eli, but he hasn't responded to me yet. So I'm assuming he a busy man. He don't want to talk about this movie musical with me, and that's fine. Life will will make you turn into different directions that you never thought it would be possible. So yeah, I'm doing it solo would be Kaye Yay. Um yeah, I I I saw them I was seeing the movie on streaming. Uh, um Yay money problems woo Um and I just like Within the 14 minute mark, I immediately just did not like it. I didn't like it. And yeah, not gonna lie, me knowing the controversy did play a, a huge part. I will have to admit it. Um, does it change the fact that Ben Platt is a very, very talented person? No, because he is a very, very talented person. I think he has like one or two albums already out. He has won a Tony for Dear Evan Hansen, and um, just a great guy all around. Um, I'm going to have to comment on what he said about him. Like, without him being Dear Evan Hansen, there wouldn't be Dear, Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah, to an extent. Yeah, I get your point. I get it. Without you originating the role, Dear Evan Hansen wouldn't be the way that it is. But it, but it started out as a musical, a Broadway musical, not a movie. If, um, if it were the opposite, eh, maybe. Like, you know, it being a movie adaptation and then going to, then going to Broadway. But the fact that it, it started off on Broadway and then became a movie adaptation kind of set the bar low for my opinion on Dear Evan Hansen. Um, I, I do wish that he kind of elaborated on his comments saying, oh, without me, there wouldn't be any Dear Evan Hansen, because, yeah, without Ben Platt, but because Ben, but, you know, Ben Platt isn't Dear Evan Hansen, he's not doing it on Broadway anymore, I think Jordan Fisher is Evan on Broadway, and there were, like, a long line of people after Ben Platt, who had played Dear Evan Hansen, um, so, like, the fact that Evan Hansen is kind of the most replaceable character that on on Broadway history 
kind of, yeah. Um, in terms of Dear Evan Hansen, there are, I'm pretty, like, literally the, the original cast has left the show for hopefully better projects. Um, and, you know, a new cast of characters and people who are in the story of Dear Evan Hansen. And the great thing about Broadway, it's okay to change on Broadway because you keep you keep evolving, you keep modernizing it. You're you know, you're developing it for the next generation who loves theater. And to uh, think about a movie adaptation, yeah, the first thing you would think is to capture the originator or his performance onto a movie. Um, literally, Dear Evan Hansen is just an excuse for people to see Ben Platt as Evan Hansen immortalized forever on the big screen or it's small screen, wherever you saw this movie. Um, and I'm thinking if they're going to, em- if they're going to like capture Ben Platt's performance, A, they should have done a pro shot. B, people should just go watch the 2017 Tony Awards and just watch his performance of Waving Through a Window over and over and over and over again until they're kind of sick of Ben Platt. And, yeah, people could have just done that. There are, there are better ways to witness Dear Evan Hansen, in my opinion. A, go see it on Broadway. B, go watch the Tony performance because I feel like... That did it justice in capturing Ben Platt's performance and whatever the movie did. Um, spoilers. I know I've seen like the 14 minutes of the movie, but spoilers. Spoilers ahead for the opening of Dear Evan Hansen, I think. Um, why did you start off with Waving Through a Window? Why? Why? To, to already establish... Evan Hansen already like literally the like I didn't like it I didn't like it I didn't like the fact that they used a want song which if you don't know is when like 30 minutes into the movie or musical or you know after the big opening right you get you know like you established everybody then you are focused on the main protagonist or Sure, Aladdin, because I actually like Pride of Your Boy. Fight me. Um, so, you know, after the opening number, you established everybody. You focus on the main protagonist. That main protagonist sings about their life problems. Or they, you know, the purpose of what they want, like, what they want to do. What they hope for. What they actually want. Hence the name. Want song. You know, they want something and because of that want song the the desire to need something um then that kind of like kicks off the entire show when you start off a musical with a want song which by the way does not fit into the broadway musical formula at all whatsoever even though hamilton is like a rare exception to that case though um but even then, though, my shot is technically Hamilton's want song. And Alexander Hamilton, the opening number, doesn't establish 
his wants is it's just a timeline of his life and and everything the the good parts of his life before we delve into hamilton and then find out all the other stuff he done and uh why he was the worst person ever and that's why i secretly hate him um yeah if you start off with a want song a it don't make sense it just it just equationally it just it does not make sense and not to mention with least if you start off with a want song not establishing all the the the, the characters surrounding the main protagonist um in terms of Darren Hansen you had um you know the Murphys Zoe Connor I forgot the best friend's name don't at me um his mom but even then like his mom didn't do much when what what I saw and yeah people are gonna say why didn't you watch to the end blah, blah, blah. I'm just like I was just like I cannot handle watching this anymore I was already bothered by the fact that they started off with a want song which according to Howard Ashman it should come up later because you know after you finally meet everybody per se you can finally have a chance to dive into the main protagonist because at the end of the day it's their story yeah you have all these surrounding characters but at the end of the day you're focused on the main protagonist right and then just to have waving through a window which is technically evan hansen's want song his want his desire um to you know actually have the competent ability to talk to people to have that in the beginning we're already focusing on him and not focusing on everybody else already it's already oh you're already going to be focusing on the main protagonist everything else just fails is everything is just not equal anymore and the fact that ben platt is starring in this movie already i got the vibe of Focus on Ben Platt. Only focus on Ben Platt. The main star of the show is Ben Platt. Everyone else feels like supporting or even background. Um, I've listened to the actual opening of this musical. Um, Anybody got a map? You know, that doesn't really feature heavily on Evan. It's all about the moms, which, you know, fresh new perspective to everything. And, you know... with anywhere with a map that song specifically i've listened to it once <laughs> um the from what i knew from it is that it's not just evan hansen struggling um the moms are struggling both evan's mom and whoever amy adams is playing in this show in this musical they both are, you know, struggling with the Murphys, with, you know, Connor and Evan's mom, with, you know, Evan and his social anxiety. They both have struggles to go through. And because, you know, it's a Broadway musical, you have over two and a half hours to flesh out everybody. With the movie, I saw Evan's mom as a background to supporting character i did not want to take her seriously say and like i'm pretty sure the murphys come in like much later in the movie which i'm like bro yeah and that just makes me feel like all disconnects from all the other characters with the exception of evan and even though yeah 
it's kind of post-pandemic, still pandemic. I don't know what's happening here anymore. Um, you know, people are feeling anxiety. People are feeling depressed. And I get that. And I get that you're trying to have, you know, a character who can relate to all that or have themes relating to all that. But all I got from Dear Evan Hansen was how to deal with social anxiety. And even that, even his performance felt so exaggerated with the whole social anxiety and everything that I'm just like I don't believe this I don't believe this is realistic at all this is forced it it feels like again exaggerated it it feels like you're faking the definition of social anxiety um then again I am a pessimistic person let's just get that out of the way I am more dry I don't know I don't know, um, I don't think, uh, well, I do, I do think, that's human way of thinking, um, with me and social anxiety, like, I don't expressively show the fact that I have social anxiety, also, I'm an introvert, so keep everything I said to consideration, right, when I get social anxiety, my brain gets to panic mode, and it, I might, I might feel sweaty, although I can't sweat to save my life, so there's that to consider. But for the most part, everything I'm feeling, especially when I'm talking to people, especially if I'm like, oh, I have to go to a Zoom meeting to my professor because if I don't go, my grades are going to go down or something along the lines of that. Every time I think of interacting with people, my brain goes into super panic mode. I... I surprisingly know how to breathe, which is weird for me, um, but I think a lot. I overthink about the situation. I overthink of, oh, what happens if I'm going to be late? Or, like, what happens if I don't know what to say? Or, like, you know, and then it, it becomes to a point where I suck at talking to people. And, but the problem with, but the thing with that, is it a problem? I don't know. It differs from person to person. Everything is internalized, um, especially me. I overthink things, but I don't show it to people. I don't, I don't be with my friends, and then I act all like, I don't act panicky, I don't act nervous, I don't act like, you know, a kid who wants probably attention, I don't know. I keep everything inside. I keep, um... I keep everything inside my brain, right? I don't let people know. I don't say. I I say nothing. I literally say nothing and just panic in my thoughts. And if people ask me, I'm okay. I like. And the whole performance of social anxiety is just a little bit exaggerated. Especially that run after he talked to Zoe. Yeah, that was the most weirdest thing I've ever seen. Thank you, Ben Platt. Um, But I'm like, you're kind of over-exaggerated over-exaggerizing the word for social anxiety, even though that's not really the case. I don't know if, I don't know if Evan Hansen is supposed to be an introvert or an extrovert. From what I've heard from the Broadway musical taping, whatever, it sounds like he's an introvert, and maybe he just doesn't not want to be with people. With, with the movie's version, I have no idea what's going on. I don't, I can't pinpoint his social psyche anymore. Um, so, yeah, and yes, being an introvert and being an extrovert does um does shift your your way of thinking of social anxiety. Um 
I don't know, when I think of Evan Hansen, right, I think of a guy who has social anxiety, who is kind of, in a way, pressured by his mom to talk to people, but and because of his social anxiety, he doesn't want to talk to people for the sole reason of rejection. Um, am I getting any of this right? I don't know. And, yeah, and then, the you know, again, along with the want song and everything, I was just like, yeah, nope, nope, nope. Nope. This this uh this um this uh breaks every single law of musical that has ever been uh written in existence. I don't feel like watching it. And after fourteen minutes I was just like nah because at the end of the day we are we are primarily focusing on Evan Hansen and since I was weird enough to search for spoilers for this movie because I'm the type of person that loves doing that. If you give me any spoilers anything marvel related disney related tech even warner brothers related i don't care i'll I'll say this up front i don't care for spoilers or anything i don't um will it kind of ruin the movie for me and it, it really depends on what movie i'm watching uh but yeah other than that i don't really care for spoilers um so when i so when i when i read what happened to a Dear Evan Hansen, and I, yeah, I, I listened to a bunch of spoiler reviews, go figure. I'm like, yeah, I'm not surprised at all. Because at the end of the day, he kind of did, spoiler, he kind of did get away with everything that happened, and it's just pointless to show at this point. Even though Ben Platt said that, oh, he's gonna, like... He's going to uh, redeem for his actions. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that didn't happen. I don't know. Then again, take everything I say with a grain of salt. This is coming from someone who has seen 14 minutes of Dear Evan Hansen. Because I just couldn't tolerate anything about the movie. Other than Ben Platt singing. Like, like the ensemble for Waving Through a Window. It literally came out of nowhere, and you can only see Ben Platt moving his mouth, right? It's a musical. Shouldn't everybody be singing together? Isn't that the whole point of the musical? So yeah, the ensemble track was really bothering me a lot. And yeah, again, the only redeeming point about this movie is Ben Platt and his voice, and that's it. The acting felt exaggerated, I don't know, and um, I couldn't take any of the characters seriously other than Evan, because apparently that's what the movie wants you to believe. Um, It's all about Evan, Evan, Evan. Like, you would think that, you know, an opening number would establish all the characters, but, you know, it's not. And since I have studied the... Broadway formula because this is what I get for watching the Howard documentary on Disney Plus, which is a very good documentary, by the way. I stand on what Howard Ashman said, and um, I agree with his points on musicals and all that fun guts and glory. Um, Howard Ashman, senpai. Um, yeah, a want song is a song that the main character sings because. They're trying in a musical-y way to explain to the audience what their problem is and what do they really, really want. Waving through a window is Dear Evan Hansen's want song. 
I don't see it as an opening number. I know I'm gonna talk about this for like what thirty minutes. I really don't care. Um. Yeah, I just again my problem. Yeah, I have a problem with the movie opening up with waving through a window, and maybe it's because I've listened to way too many musical theater rants. I don't know. I've been listening to a lot of like sideways lately. Uh, a YouTube channel that focuses on heavily on music and now it's on musical theater and how like everything the way that it is because he's just in a really cool dude I I appreciate him for being a cool dude who had who has a music degree of some sort I forgot I'm sorry um and I just love this I love his content especially the cats video and yeah even though it's an hour long I don't care um I really don't care about his content because it's he's he's an entertaining dude that's all I love his content I don't need any more to say on that but yeah waving through a window it's just you don't open a song with a want you don't open a musical with a want song because already your audience is already going to focus on the main character and gradually care less about the main about the other characters surrounding the main protagonist and it just bothered me a lot because like you don't open a musical like that you just don't you open with an opening number that establishes relatively everybody um yeah there are some like minor characters here or there stuff like that it's fine but as long as the establishing number you get every single main um main character down bada bing bada boom you already set the stage that's what an opening number is supposed to be used for to set the stage and that's why i love um anybody got a map because you're already establishing all the characters that you're going to see in the movie and in a way it's also the mother's want song to an extent because they want to connect with their kids and you already see the problems that they are dealing with already in the first opening number to pr- that and that proves that the mothers have a placement in the story versus the movie where you can't tell what the mothers are doing at all they're basically just they're basically just there for the sake of realism yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm sorry, the mother... I, I don't I don't see her seriously. Amy Adams' mother... No, Amy, Amy Adams, the character, her character. I was just like, nah. Um, because, again, I couldn't take those characters seriously and been forced to focus on Ben Platt, dear Evan Hansen. Um, which, on the side note, I... When I saw... Again, I'm going to go back to this. When I saw his comment about him being the only Dear Evan Hansen, or like the original Evan Hansen, yeah, I get it. Yeah. And? You have like millions of Dear Evan Hansens already around the world already. You're not the only Dear Evan Hansen in the world, Ben Platt. Even if people found your Tony performance to be really, really, really amazing, you're not the only person that can actually do Evan Hansen. And, you know, Deong, have you seen the Wikipedia article about, you know, the amount of times that, um, you know, people have played Dear Evan Hansen? 
your boyfriend played Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah, that's right, folks. I said it. Uh, yeah. His boyfriend, Ben Platt, Ben Platt's boyfriend, had, has played Evan Hansen before. So, it goes to show you that it it's okay for another person to play Dear to play Evan Hansen. Heck, none of the original cast, except Ben Platt, has decided to be in this movie. No, the only one the only one who originated from Broadway is Ben Platt. We don't see any signs of the other cast mates from the original cast of Dear Evan Hansen. No, we end up having Ben Platt, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. I'm just saying that it kind of they just kind of capitalized off the Ben Platt. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not sorry at all. Why they're using Ben Platt because of his fame, because of his history with Dear Evan Hansen and they're kind of marketing it to make sure people go see this movie because at the end of the day, it's a marketing it's a marketing scheme and it just so happens to be in a form of a movie. And yeah, did that bother me? Absolutely, because because it's starring Ben Platt, people are going to expect Ben Platt, and probably the only person that this move that people are going to go see it for is Ben Platt. Now, Ben Platt did an amazing job. I'll have to admit, I can see his like the only redeeming part of this musical is the music, the lyrics, kind of well. Except waving through a window, I wish it was placed in the, um, you know, not in the beginning number, but that's just me, though. Um, yeah, I, I, I wished, not gonna lie, I was hoping that Ben Platt wasn't gonna play Evan Hansen for, surprisingly, the reason people might not think. If it's, like, because it's Ben Platt and it's starring Ben Platt, people are going to expect Ben Platt. They're not going to really expect the story. They're just going to see Ben Platt's talent on the big screen, which is not bad. But, you know, because of that, it kind of takes away the movie's message of what it's trying to say. And it's just showcasing Ben Platt. And apparently they're trying to immortalize Ben Platt's Tony performance, even though there is, again, a Tony video, a Tony video, a YouTube video of him at the Tonys singing Waving Through a Window, already immortalized on YouTube. And if they want to really immortalize the original Broadway cast's performance of Darren Hansen, they could have done a pro shot like Hamilton. I mean, it was already like, what? It was kind of popular it's still popular it's popular enough to where yeah they could have enough money to create a pro shot of this musical maybe not here in the good old usa but you know at the west end in london or maybe in australia i don't know so yeah i i could care less about dear Dear evan hansen not gonna lie just because the stuff going on yeah yeah, as soon as when waving through the window, yeah, as soon as waving through a window started to play, I immediately didn't like it because you don't. It, my brain is saying that this does not work. You don't start off with an with a song that people can use 
to make it relatable to them because you're kind of driving, you're taking away all the other characters because at the end of the day, you're focusing on Dear Evan Hansen, Evan Hansen, whatever. And yeah, I am just like, you don't start off a musical with a want song. You just don't do that. It doesn't work. It, it, it makes the... It makes it already focused on the main protagonist. And because of that, all of the other characters, whether you like them or not, are going to get sidelined. And then at the end of the day, you're just focusing on Evan Hansen. Even though, yeah, he is the titular character, it does not mean he gets to have all the limelight. I don't know. Let me know on your thoughts on Dear Evan Hansen. I, again... I stopped watching it after like 14 minutes because I just couldn't anymore. My foot is incredibly numb right now. I don't know why. I think I've been sitting down for way too long while recording this episode. So maybe that's it. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, if you want to follow me on social media, you guys can do so at the Lone Wolf Pod, the Lone Wolf Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. You guys can also send me emails at wolfthelone90 at gmail.com i have two podcasts the lone wolf dormitory podcast that is about twisted wonderland disney animated characters mumbo jumbo everything critical Yu-Gi-Oh. um we'll be back on today um there might be an episode on it already um i know it's been over a month with critical Yu-Gi-Oh. I know I just have been really busy and haven't been focusing on sevens for a long time. And college, I blame college. College made me busy and I couldn't watch all the stuff that I wanted to watch anymore. Uh, but there will be an episode there talking about Duel Links and Arc 5 and all that fun guts and glory. So there's that to consider. Um, if you want to support me or just... If you're willing to donate me a dollar a month, that would be greatly appreciated with the uh, listener support link down in the very bottom of the episode description down below. Um, There's a link that says listener support. It'll take you to a place where you can donate a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars. But just donating me a dollar is fine. Donating me a dollar a month is fine. It's fine. If you are unfortunately unable to financially do so, which again, I completely understand that. Um, I get it. Um, all my epitodes, all my epitodes, all my episodes are monetizable. So if you don't want to donate me money, which is again, completely fine, totally optional, you don't have to do it. Um, another way you can support this podcast is just by listening to it and I get money off from you guys just listening to my episodes so um yeah again happy international podcast day and i hope to many more with that being said i will howl at you guys later and stay safe